Hi, welcome back to Beyond She Faced. This is the vacay out of country episode, also known as exposing some embarrassing stories and things I've done in my early 20s. I figured it was only right. I'm about to be in my birthday mode and mood, being a hot gal in a different area code. Maybe that will be the title of this episode. Who knows? I share this story time on my Instagram stories, and I figured it was only right that I share it with y'all on the podcast. So (laughs) get comfortable, get on your face mask. We are about to be beyond she-faced after you hear this story. So I have not always made the brightest decisions, especially when it comes to crushes and feelings. Nonetheless, I think if anything, I am nonstop entertainment for my friends, whether they want to have the entertainment or not. So here goes the (laughs) wildest story. I was crushing hard on someone. We have a nickname for him. I cannot disclose the nickname, but real ones will know who this is after they hear this story. And he wanted to hang out. So I was like, oh my goodness, this is great. You know, that the feelings and the excitement that comes with hanging out with your crush. So he was like, oh, you know, bring food, like we'll hang out, et cetera. So I was like, oh my goodness, okay, like, yes. Um, The food of choice he wanted was KFC. No big deal. Or so I thought. I ended up sitting in the drive-thru line for an hour. I was hungry. I was really freaking hungry. And after getting the food and like telling him, what does this man say? You can keep the drink. The drink. Now, the replies on this story on Instagram were basically, Nico, why didn't you get yourself food? I wasn't thinking, okay? I was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be hanging out with my crush. I want to make sure I look cute. You know, all of this kind of stuff. Common sense flew out the window. I don't even think common sense was in the chat. (laughs) I ended up eating a granola bar in like the middle of the night. Mistakes were made. I went home when the sun was rising and people were going to work. And I wouldn't even call it like the walk of shame or it was like the drive of shame. I would say it was a drive of pride, pride, embarrassment, surrealness. I don't know. Crushes are just, in a way, I think crushes are, they're nice. Although according to TikTok, crushes are just a lack of information, which sometimes I think is for the best. It's absolutely for the best because sometimes when you find out that in that extra information, suddenly <laughs> you are absolutely rethinking all of your life choices or maybe it's just me I don't know I spent a lot of time on this crush and let's just say once the blinders came off and everything else happened and my eyes were opened I was cringing a lot harder I can laugh and giggle about it now but it was not one of my finer moments in life. I'll tell you that much. It hasn't been the only one. And you're probably like, oh, this story is from ages ago. Mm, We'll go with that. We'll go with that narrative. We'll go with that narrative because it makes me feel better about the entire situation. But I just, we're leaving no stone unturned 
with this episode very much in my feels, which you'll hear in the next episode, even if it airs. I'm unsure. TBD. This might be, that might be an episode that just stays in the drafts for now. It's a very real and raw one. So who knows? Depending on how I feel. Overall, though, I don't currently have a crush. Well, mm, mm, (laughs) catching myself and slipping up. I do, but I don't. It's complicated. I always loved that relationship status on Facebook. It's complicated. Why did I have that when I was like 14? I don't know. What was it complicated? Who knows? But in the whole topic of relationship status and crushes, I definitely want to talk about this because... It's something that I have talked about with friends and mostly just friends who are in the same exact boat, and that's not ever having a relationship. And I think when you share this with people, they somehow always kind of think, what's wrong with you? Why have you never had this? A lot of the time, there's genuinely nothing wrong with you. It's a lot of, I think, late bloomers and the type of person you are and i think looks and personality and definitely who you are and the demographic and like the socioeconomic status all of the big words and things the anthropological side of it all definitely plays a major role in you not being in a relationship i think as i'm entering the last few days, hours, the little countdown to this year, the 27th lap around, I am more at peace with it. And I don't think it should be something that I was ever ashamed about or self-conscious about, even though people kind of make you seem like a pariah. Oh, that was such a good word. There's some words that just roll off the tongue and you're like, damn, that's a good word. But it makes you feel as if you're a pariah and there's something wrong with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with you for not necessarily having a relationship. I think to being the bigger friend always. And I want to hug my younger self and tell her that there was so much work to be done internally but things also externally and situations that shouldn't have happened and friendships that shouldn't have happened. (laughs) We're going to cover all of that in a, um, we might have to make that a little series. It's one of those things where I think I spent a lot of time in my early twenties feeling so self-conscious and wondering if I was, thin enough, if I was pretty enough, if I was short enough, if I was this, then it would lead to that. It would lead to like a relationship. It would lead to them staying. It would lead to me liking myself more and being happier. Plot twist. Maybe a lot of you saw this coming. It didn't. I have been on very different sides and all sides of the spectrum of where in high school, and the inner work and healings of it all i think too is just talking about things a lot of people say well it was in the past why would you want to talk about it in a way the talking about it though is super healing and you kind of you get to bring up and address things that you didn't realize you were harboring and feeling so i actually am here thinking like what if people from high school listen who the frick cares who the frick cares 
So yeah, in high school, I came up here from Barbados and dating culture is just very different there than it is here. Mind you, I hadn't really like started any of that when I was there before I moved here, but it's definitely just one of those things where you have no idea. You know, I giggle and laugh about this all the time, but I tell people, you know, when I thought of like Canadian high school, I thought of Degrassi. (laughs) Degrassi is what I really had to reference. And sure, there are definitely Degrassi moments that happened in my time in high school in Cambridge and stuff. But, you know, the whole going to semi with someone and prom and prom proposals, those were things that I saw online and the internet and happened to friends, but they didn't happen to me. And that's not to say that they're, well, I mean, I would not be asked to prom now since I'm an adult, unless there was like an adult thing, but even like slow dancing with someone and, you know, having them like meet your parents and your friends and all getting ready together and then going to school for the dance. I did those things, but not romantically with anyone. And it's weird because I think you you feel major FOMO. Sure, you have crushes on people and stuff, but they never really brought and they never really like sprung into anything. And I was saying to someone recently, recently when I went on a date, I was actually saying this to the person I was on a date with. I said, you know, if you saw me out at the bar and you're with your friends, you know, you're out on the prowl or whatever it is men do out on the bar and stuff. I'm like, would you approach me? And then there was like a pause, a long pause. And I'm like, that's my point. And a lot of people will probably listen to this and be like, but you're so pretty. I'm not saying none of those things don't exist. Two things can be right at the same time. And that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow and realize is that it's not saying that we're unattractive. It's just saying that people care more about what other people think and their opinions of their friends and stuff that they're not going to approach you. They're not going to make a move. They're not going to do these things because you are, it's easier to like and have those interactions in private than it is in public. And it's tricky. And I think, too, I learned that, too, with Crush. I guess we'll refer to that person. The first little story time as Crush person where there were a lot of things that I wouldn't have gotten to realize and come to terms with until we hung out just one-on-one with each other and not being around other people. I think that has a huge role and effect. And dating apps are the trenches, okay? I'm almost falling off the chair. Legitimate trenches. And so many people who are my friends or just mutuals online and stuff are always saying and joking, I would hate to be single. I could never do a dating app. And it's like dating is horrible. And I keep saying and thinking, I know. (laughs) I know because I'm living it. And if you're saying this, imagine how your friends feel when you're laughing and you're looking down on people who do use those apps. There's nothing wrong with dating apps. People make it out like, oh my goodness, a dating app, huh? Just go outside and meet people. Where are you meeting people? Where where are you meeting these people? If you're not a social person and lots of people work remotely, so you're not really going into the office anymore. 
or you're not as social in the sense of when you were younger, you know, you had activities and you were, you were always interacting in some sort of way with other people outside of your everyday circle. Are we, are we sliding into the DMs? Are we looking past at the past roster? We could talk, we could have a whole episode on rosters. I cannot wait to have people on. So we can have, I definitely want to have some of my besties on. I don't know if they're going to come on the podcast, but I would absolutely love some of my besties to come on. And it's also just interesting being the single friend when a lot of your friends are in long-term relationships, when they're married, when they're engaged, or they're getting engaged and they're in very serious relationships and you are in a completely different timeline and I covered this in therapy and the emotional, the emotional episode that I filmed and recorded this morning at 4 a.m. But basically my therapist was just saying who created these timelines. And I had to really think about it. Technically no one created those timelines, but it's kind of just expected. It's kind of an unwritten societal like rule and thing where you know you meet someone this happens you know you go to school you do this you go to college you get a job you meet someone you settle down you get married and sure there are people who do things unconventionally but a lot of people do it the conventional way so who makes up these rules and so many times you say like oh yeah i'm single or i've never been in a relationship and people are like well why not apes i wish i knew okay (laughs) i wish i knew and I don't know if it honestly would even help to know why. Would it be any more productive? Would it be any more helpful? Probably not. Probably, honestly, would just make things worse mental health-wise. So for absolutely for the best that you just don't know. And it's it's peaceful. It's I was saying this to a friend of mine that ignorance is bliss. Things are way more peaceful when there are out of sight and out of mind, when you don't have the full story and all of the information. And some people are going to hear that and think that's absolutely wild and absurd, Nika. But I'm telling you, when you really put it two and two together, it's not that wild and absurd. It is absolutely more peaceful. And (laughs) I have to think about that. I'm not saying that there are not things that I definitely do want in a partner and I do want a family and all of this. Am I sure that this is going to happen? No. And I don't know. And some of that does keep me up at night, but there are some things that are out of my control and that's just it. So I'm living my life. I'm figuring it out. And that's why I like made a big promise to myself that I want to do things, not just because they're special, like, Oh, it's my birthday, but just do them just because And I'm hoping that when I get back, I can look at like potentially joining like a workout class or something else just to get out, not fully outside of my comfort zone, but just to be a little bit more social and put myself into situations to being more open. It's very much giving Love Island, being like early days, early days. My British accent is absolutely terrible. So I genuinely, genuinely apologize for anyone listening, but it's very much you know, that time where you're just, you're living life, you're living life, you're figuring it out. And it's a lot. (laughs) And it's confusing. And you don't have answers for it. 
I sometimes get a little bit scared that I'm too comfortable though in my own solitude in my own company that I'm unsure of when I do potentially meet someone what is going to happen because I'm so used to me and my routine of things and I don't want to settle I don't want to just well they're interested in you so just date them I don't want those things and I think that's perfectly okay and the full story Perhaps Sunday, someday I will share the full tea from the beginning of my version. Journals and everything with Crush is I learned what I didn't want. I learned what I was and willing to put up with and the things that I realized I don't actually want those anymore. And I don't think I ever wanted them, but sometimes it's what you feel is that's all you can get. And if that's all you can get and all our people are willing to offer you, then that's usually what you just accept. And then you kind of experience more where I met someone else and I learned that there are more things that I want and more options and treatment. And it really opened my eyes up. It's always a bummer and it sucks when things don't work out and the more I learn about myself and like dating and interactions, the more gratitude and grace I'm giving myself because I get to really think and see, you know, what are you comfortable with? What do you need more of? What are the things that you thought you needed, but they're not up there on, you know, your Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So it's interesting. It's interesting. And I have a greater appreciation for it. I love my friends and I would not be half the woman and person I am without my friends and my community. I'm also learning that not everyone is your little friend. As a good major would say, not everybody your friend. So <laughs> I am taking it all in and appreciative of it all and younger me would probably say and think you know in another lifetime in another timeline crush and I I'm not sure that would even be the best of things again very mysterious very alluding to a wild story <laughs> for another time in another episode I will leave it off at Crush is blocked. Mystery Glitter Man is not blocked, but that whole dating him definitely showed me a lot. It made me appreciate it more. On that note, I hope you enjoyed it. If I can think of any more wild stories, I will sprinkle them in here and there between episodes. I will leave off with, um, I've definitely had some wild days, so <laughs> I can promise you that we can dedicate an episode or two to some of those wild days of things. And I hope that my mom doesn't listen because she's going to be thinking, you did what? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I wish Crush healing and happiness. 
which I'm sure for my friends who know the details, they're probably like, what? But I have no beef towards them now. (laughs) Heavy on, I have no beef towards them now. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share this episode with your bestie and a friend. And don't forget to keep updated. I haven't quite figured out a schedule for uploads, but once I do, it will be on my Instagram. And I definitely need to create a freaking Instagram for the podcast already. Thanks, guys. Love you. I appreciate you. And maybe you have a little crush too. (laughs) 